Welcome to Zero to CEO, where seasoned entrepreneurs will teach you how to succeed. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. In today's episode of Zero to CEO, I'm with author, speaker, executive coach, Fred Joyle. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Jason. Excited to be here. Cool, man. And, and we're, we have an interesting topic today. Uh, it's about boldness and how it's the ultimate life hack. And um, I see behind you a book called Super Bold. So I'm assuming that's, that's yours. That's your name on it. So um, I, I want to I mention something before we start. I grew up as a shy kid. And I was always shy getting in front of people, shy performing. I just wasn't very easily sociable. So I learned over the years that you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you know, grit your teeth and just get through it. So I'm curious to see how this goes because uh, it took me a long time to be bold. <laughs> so um, how do you learn? Let's call it a superpower. How do you learn how to be bold in the first place? Uh, you know, some people seem like they're born that way. You and I were the opposite. And I think part of it is we felt emotional pain a different way. So, and, it, and you know, situations that like seemed embarrassing or people were judging us or, or something like that, that affected us more than other people. And, and also we didn't have enough bold experiences where, where we felt rewarded, uh, so it's most of us who who are confident in some situations or learn to be confident over the years in, in a few areas. But bold people just seem to be nothing stops them. And that's really uh, the essence of it is you want to be unstoppable when it matters most. Uh, and you can learn it. This is this. You, you know, you and I both learned it. I started off you know, incredibly shy. And I, I had to go through all the discomfort very slowly, not really knowing how I was going to get there, but knowing that I, I had missed too many opportunities. I had missed too much fun, jobs, relationships. It's just the list was becoming way too long you know, and way too painful. When you mentioned jobs and relationships and opportunities, like all of that's striking all these chords with me because growing up and, you know, then in my 20s and 30s, I feel like what caused me to get out of my comfort zone was confidence. So I felt, okay, this topic I'm about to speak in front of a thousand people or whatever amount of people, I'm confident I know the topic so I can deliver the message. Or I see a girl across the room at a party and I feel confident that I can say a funny thing to her about her t-shirt or whatever that'll spark a conversation. So I felt like it was more about confidence. How do you distinguish the difference between being confident and then being bold, because they sound like they're in the same kind of ballpark of, you know, characteristics. Uh, confidence is how you feel in any given situation and how you feel about yourself. And it is very situational. Um, or you could, and some people are just, they're underconfident just across the board, but most of us are confident in, in some areas. And it's because of, the work that we've done, usually, like you said, you're like, you're really prepared. And that's one of the things I talk about in the book is as you're, you're building your boldness muscle, it, it's mostly for social skills, it's the ability to meet people, it's ability to present to people, it's ability to, to speak up to step up. And so it's really about taking action. Boldness is your confidence in action. And a lot of times, 
you don't have to be confident to take bold action. You can take it, the action in spite of your lack of confidence. You just say, no, no, I, I got to meet that person. I, I, this, I, I admire this actor so much, even though I'm totally anxious going over there, I am going to go over there and, and talk to her wow, and so, introduce myself. And yeah. So, so you're saying you need to like push away your emotional state at one point and let the boldness take over. Something. This is, this is interesting because like, what would you tell? Okay. Let, let's say there was a shy person sitting in front of us right now. We're listening to us and they're just like the shyest person on earth. They'll never go up to see their celebrity to get an autograph. They'll never go say hi to that person at the bar what would be the top three things you would say to them to overcome that shyness and be bold? What are the top three things? So first thing is understand that, that this is your behavior. This is not genetic. Okay. This is something that got programmed into you that you can program out of yourself and you are telling yourself all the wrong stuff. So you, you just need to do exercises. And that's a third of my book is exercises hmm. that you do that work from a very, very basic level all the way up to some really crazy stuff that just keeps expanding your comfort zone. And everybody's different. Some people are just painfully shy and other people are, they're confident until it matters, <laughs> until it's really important. And then they go, oh no, I couldn't do that. And you say, wow, you seem perfectly confident most of the time. Yeah, but I, I hate public speaking or I could never do, you know, I could never present in front of my team or I could never start my own business or whatever. So if, if I've got somebody who's really shy, I say, We're, you're going to start really basic. You're going you're gonna to go out and smile at 10 people. Just smile at them and expect them to not smile back. Right. Aim for it. Aim, aim to have at least two people not smile back at you. And, and hopefully so someone not going to you can register that. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, don't smile like a crazy person. Right? <laughs> but, 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 uh, but do that. And, 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 it, and, and it's just like if you were exercising, you would start with lighter weights. You're not right. going to start by trying to bench press 400 pounds. Um, you're going to start, but at also when you're doing an exercise, what are you aiming for? What's, what's the, the goal what's the is goal? failure, right? You're, you're going till you can't do the final rep. That's, and they'll tell you the last two reps are where all the growth happens. And it's the same thing when you, when you decide to say, I'm going to build my boldness muscle. So I'm going to smile at 10 people until somebody doesn't smile back or three people don't smile back. And you, what happens is more people smile back than you thought. Right. And, and you, you say, wow, I, I was telling myself a story, but I also, I don't have to take on when somebody doesn't smile. They could be having the worst day of their life. Yeah. Change the story you're telling. It's not that they hate me. You could it's be not in New York. that I'm unworthy. You, you, you could be in New York City. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're gonna, no one's, you no one's going to smile there. Home run. Home run in, in the Fifth Avenue, right? So, uh, or in the New York subway. But hey, here's an interesting fact. They did a study on people in, who took the New York subway and they said, asked who would be willing to initiate a conversation. 80% of the people said they would never initiate a conversation on the New York subway. But 60% of them said they would 
carry on a conversation if somebody else initiated it. Interesting. So that's the 60% in a New York subway. That's so like, I say, so that's it sounds like, like a failure zone. It sounds like initiation. So that's really the, the key there is people don't want to start a conversation, but they don't mind continuing one. So what is causing people to not want to break out of their shell? Is it that they're hesitating to, to be social? Is it because they don't think that they have anything good to say? I mean, what's stopping us from being different from those 80%? Like how, how do you break through that? We have, we have gotten programmed in to not stand out, to not be a show off. And then also programmed by, programmed by who? Uh, society in general, society in general, has teachers, per- parents, really? Uh, the, yeah. There's, there's always this message, you know, we're, we're taught as kids. Don't talk to strangers. Oh, right. So right, that's right. the other thing I would tell to somebody. You're an adult. Talk to strangers, talk to a stranger every day of your life. Ideally five or six, that's building your boldness muscle. And you realize you don't die. We have, this is, this is the problem is, we have the same physical reaction to physical danger and psychological danger, the perception of it. The body does exactly the same thing. It goes into fight, flight, or fear, right? And it shoots all the same chemicals, tightens our breath, tightens our muscles, turns on the air conditioning. Heart starts beating really fast. Heart starts beating, and cognitive skills and memory are impaired because they are in fight mode. You don't need your memory. No, you don't need your cognitive. You need you to are breathe. Reaction mode. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, that happens in psychological situations until you deprogram it, mm. until you, until you turn them into positive experiences, the more bold actions you take at a level that you can handle, like you're uncomfortable, but it's not, it's an overdose. Because I talk a lot about controlling the dosage of these experiences as you expand your comfort well, zone. Let me ask you, you something. You get a positive feedback loop from that. Because you touched a bit about people that were too shy or too nervous to speak in public. Or you said a business meeting, they had to speak in front of their colleagues. So I've been through this a million times in my life. And I learned over time a couple things. And you can tell me if I'm right or wrong here. First thing is you need to, if you want to be a calm person who is not fight or flight mode, you know, you need to do yoga, meditation, breathing exercises on a daily basis. I do those just to stay calm. The second thing I do when I speak in front of people, and this was a big one for me, was realizing that they have no idea what's right or wrong. If you make a mistake, they don't know. So I just went out there doing the presentation or the meeting and just speaking from, you know, my mind, my heart, what I knew was right. And if I messed up, I just kept going. They, they don't know. And, and I just kept, you know, and another thing I kept doing, I learned from other people was looking from, you know, every certain like half a sentence or sentence, look to the next side of the room and the next side, that way you're not kind of staring at anyone for too long. So you don't get too nervous. Are all these things kind of good tips? And, and if not, what are some of the tips that you recommend to help people? Because public well, speaking I, is a big you know, one. We, yeah, I mean, it's the n- number one terror people have. Uh, <laughs> they would rather die than go <sighs> on stage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, and, they, and if they went on stage, they wouldn't uh, be able to speak. 
Um, and, and, and so, yes, it is, it is very much one of the steps I teach is how to relax yourself and breathing is a very, very powerful one. If you're about to walk on stage, if you take three deep breaths, you will start to relax yourself. If you vibrate the vagus nerve by just making this ha sound. You just hold that in a long, long note. You do that three times. You actually will. You can slow your pulse down and everything. But it's it's amazing the difference it makes if you decide to take control of it. And if you control the direction of your anxiety, because it's like when so many people used to say to me, what are you, what are you so nervous for? It's like, oh, crap. I look nervous. That's even worse. That makes me more nervous. <laughs> so oh, uh, if you, when you, and it, same thing happens when it's same, you change the direction of it. You say, wow, I can actually relax myself. Right. All of a sudden, your memory starts to work again, your cognitive skills, you remember the speech you want to say, you can be spontaneous at the same time, because you're prepared. But you're, you're, you've turned anxious into energized. And I think that's probably what you've done with stage work now. Like when you go up on stage, you're not terrified. You're like, I want to get I'm, out there and tell these people I'm amped this up. stuff. Yeah, I'm amped up. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you're, I not, you're not like so relaxed that you're like dull no you're just it's great you feel that energy because it's not negative energy anymore it's power it's positive and yeah. you get to and you get to transmit and and that's what you know the title of my book is from underconfident to charismatic in 90 days wow 90 days huh? that's, these- that's that's a, that's a short period of time to turn a shy person into a confident person. I like that. So, um, wow. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a, it had to be a bold statement. I mean, the title of the book is super bold. <laughs> super bold. I can't, I can't take a half measure. Um, but, but charisma is just, you radiate that you belong wherever you are. And that draws people when you're on stage, people are admiring you, Jason, because you're on stage because you're willing to get up on stage because they're not. And so if something goes wrong and you laugh it off, now they admire you even more. It's like, oh my, he's not even nervous. This is the, 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 the projector broke in the middle of this whole thing. And he's just, he, he laughed off and he just kept going. Now they admire you. That's to you, to them, you are charismatic because you're comfortable wherever you are, or you at least act that way. And this isn't fake it till you make it. This is undertake it till you make it. Like this that. is try, do it until you make it and that's and that's really what happens when you build your boldness muscle progressively you go from talking you know smiling at people to saying hi just say hi and keep moving then start talking to people do a random what i call drive-by compliments just see somebody in starbucks you go wow those glasses are amazing that you have on and it really look good on you and then you're gone yeah uh, you don't have you don't have you're not you're not trying to you have no agenda, and that's heard really that. powerful. When I've heard that people old trick don't perceive before. an agenda, it's powerful. You know, yeah, I've heard that old trick before about uh, loosening up somebody by complimenting their shirt or their shoes or their hair or something, and then they immediately just something happens to their head where they just they like you. <laughs> it's a pretty yeah. Trick well, it's that. just that's, it's, that's just, it's, it's like trick. fairy dust. You just I say just walk around complimenting people. You win too. You feel it. You're like wow. I just made that person feel better about themselves because they their whole their physiology changes when you do this. 
And awesome. I've, I've said stuff to people that, you know, uh, I mentioned this in my book, but I saw this woman and she was wearing yellow from head to toe. And, and, uh, and it really stood out and she was in a, a coffee shop and in line. And I just said, wow, that, that color really works on you. It's re- you look, really look fantastic. And, and she said, oh, thank you so much. She said, you know, I was feeling so down today and I thought I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna add some color and, and see, see if, you know, I can, you know, brighten my, my spirit a little bit. So Always I makes reinforced that I, she was trying to lift herself up and I gave her that boost. It's like, so how do I feel? I feel fantastic. Cause I didn't realize she was just trying to lift herself out of, out of, out of a depression or whatever. Great. But and, that's, um, that's what you can do. So you, you guys could learn the same thing in uh, Fred's book, super bold. And I, your website is. Joyal.com. J-O-Y-A-L. Everybody check yeah. it out, fredjoyle.com, and check out his book, Super Bold, From Underconfident to Charismatic in 90 Days. That is a really awesome title, and uh, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Hopefully, uh, people, Thank you, Jason. Hopefully people will learn boldness as a superpower out there, and as always, we will see you in the next episode. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you learned something today, please support this podcast by subscribing to it, sharing it with your friends, and leaving a five-star review. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org, where you'll find information about my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, available on Amazon, as well as my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy or Skillshare. I'll see you in next week's episode.